And the show started. Hey. Hey, Pat. Uh, we're back. Good afternoon, bro. Good afternoon, bro. <laughs> Uh, good afternoon. Uh, we're back because uh, there was a little issue with my computer. Uh, this is the first time it's happened to me like this. I've had this happen with phones where they just kind of die and then you lose all the stuff that was on your, your previous I've one. I've never had that happen. Well, I guess the time I dropped it in a blender, that happened. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I don't and, remember how many pictures were on that yeah. phone. And for me, it was when I was uh, snorkeling and I thought I had a waterproof case on and it turns out it wasn't waterproof. Ooh. And uh, so, yeah, that's that happened. But now with the computer, the last one, the hard drive failed. Uh, but luckily, my cousin Jerome, fan of the show, Jerome, so called Jerome. Him before, he was able to help me out, and we were able to recover most of the stuff off my old hard drive. So I still have a lot of all the drops. That's what was the key. I was really oh, worried about man. missing all the old Chubstep drops. That would have really sucked. I wasn't. You, Pat was not. <laughs> <laughs> they usually don't benefit me. <laughs> no. No. Um, and, and, of course, I don't pick out as many for myself as I do for you. No. Uh, <laughs> I think you pick out zero for yourself. I have, like, two. I'm all about me, baby. I have, like, two. Um, and they're, uh, yeah, they're not as funny uh, as the ones that I yeah. pick out for okay. you. Okay, I like Arby Sauce. You're just not looking at it for it when it's for yourself. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But we're back. Uh, we played one of the old episodes last week. I realize that we've really improved on the show, I feel like, since listening to it. Did you listen to any of the last week's episode? A little bit. Yeah. I, <laughs> I couldn't believe you went way back on that one. Yeah. Well, that's what... So, I mean... I figure any of the early episodes people can go back and just listen to on their own, but the 2013 episodes were only released once and you can't find those anywhere. And I have like two or three more that we haven't put back on. Those will be like emergency type situations. So hopefully it doesn't get to that. I was drinking a lot back then. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think it was college, you yeah. know? Yeah. That happens, but uh, definitely not as great of a show. No. No, especially I remember even at the time that one, us being like, yeah, that wasn't as good as it turned out as it, as it could have been, I remember. But, hey, you know what? We did it. Yeah. We did it. We certainly did. We filled the time, uh, <laughs> which would have been better. Anyway, uh, so we're back in person. Pat, I figure this is the most relevant information for both of us, is uh, we did the Polar Plunge. We did. Yeah. What are your thoughts? This uh, year compared to last year? Oh, also, oh, wait, I'm going to pause this by saying at some point soon, Nick Russo will be calling in to do a quick Oscars recap oh. while he's driving oh. to his physical therapy. I watched none of the Oscars. I also watched none of the Oscars, so he's going to fill us in on what happened. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the Polar Plunge, and if he calls in and interrupts it, then we'll get mad at him, and then we'll continue after. I would say one thing is just doing the plunge, my anxiety was worse this year <laughs> because I knew what to expect, but also yeah. I felt like afterward it wasn't as bad. This time... I full-on dove in, which they tell you not to do. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't care. I was getting it over with. Yeah. And you know what? I dove forward. 
I got up right away, ran towards shore. It was over. Where last year I like dipped my head backwards yes. and like I swallowed water and mm-hmm. like I was like so. It was conf- a great picture of you swallowing. I was the water. so confused. <laughs> I didn't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so I'd say the anxiety was worse, but the actual doing it wasn't as bad. Yeah. I felt like an idiot. I was I, like half ass dressed up compared to everyone else because I waited to the last minute to try and find <laughs> a costume. Well, you're. Okay, by yourself, it would have looked more half-assed, but the fact that you're with a group of everybody else, you fit. everybody knew what you were because you fit in. The other thing is, thing. I was the only one to put on lipstick. I just think it made it I didn't worse. have the lipstick. No. I, I, I didn't. That was the I only thing I could find. I went to Party City. Yeah. And like, they had black lipstick. Yeah. They, well, they, I had other makeup. I ended up using the one you guys supplied. Yeah. But that was the only thing I could find was the makeup. I'm like, how did they not have this? Yeah. And then I realized it wasn't Halloween season. Yep. <laughs> they only had like the standard costumes. Go to the store, nobody sells those like striped shirts. Yep. Couldn't find a beret anywhere. No. I mean, I was going to fedora it at one point. They weren't even selling those. <laughs> so. Yeah. I actually ended up taking off my uh, half ass beret before I got in the water because it was kind of, it didn't really even look like a beret. It didn't have a little thing on the top. It looked more like a beanie. And then it was just kind of small on my head and so i figured it was just gonna fall from the water I, I have a black beanie i could have totally just wore that yeah but then i think you would look more like a burglar i did look like yeah. a burglar <laughs> like al- almost like an albino burglar right you know what the funny part is i actually seen people i knew when i was leaving did you and i had a hat on sunglasses i still had a little bit of makeup smeared on my face they had no idea who i was <laughs> <laughs> did you tell them after the fact no this was like a former teacher of mine yeah and just a, like he was with someone else who I haven't seen in maybe like oh I don't know how long it's been maybe seven years now yeah and I was like oh hey hey and they're like yeah hey yeah. <laughs> how's it going they're like do you, you know where seen- we could put our stuff and I showed them they're like great and they walked away I was like oh yeah definitely didn't know who maybe you were that's just their personality now but I probably they just did if you have not seen them in a long time and then you were dressed in all white with black around your eyes uh it probably didn't know who you were yeah yeah a little easier to tell who they are when they're not wearing any makeup most of it was smeared off at this point yes yes so have you seen any of the pictures no yeah some of them turned out pretty good i'll uh we'll make sure to post some of them on the chub step page uh but they're pretty good not as many uh, damning ones like last time where you were like you said where you're getting out of the water like there is that image i think literally of you like gulping that water as you were getting out last time yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's what, and I, I did the same thing where I dove forward uh, this time, and last time when I got up, I slipped and fell back in a second time. So I made sure that that was last year. That was that last happened? year, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that really sucks. Um, so it was, yeah, I would agree. It, it wasn't. I, this is I've done a couple more times now, but I think the worst part really is like the building up to it. Yes, as soon as you're on the actual back onto like the actual just land, it's not that bad. It's over the second you put a towel around. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, all right, here. Well, here's Nick Russo calling in. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? Yeah, I got it. Thanks. Well, I didn't need the attitude. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, oh, Nick. Uh, you've been uh, engaged since the last time we talked to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's a big moment. And it, I actually am happy to report that I am still engaged. So that's still happening. <laughs> it's, Even it's, bigger congratulations. <laughs> you heard it here first. Still engaged. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, so, Nick, I talked to you. Usually we do a uh, uh, an Oscar preview, but there was an issue this time because my computer died that I talked about earlier on this episode that you haven't heard yet. Uh, so yeah. 
I was not able to like set up anything, and I was kind of dealing with that for a while. So I wasn't able to set up a pre-Oscar thing. So I figured maybe we do a post-Oscar. You know what happened? What happened in the Oscars? And me and Pat, I mean, neither of us watched the Oscars. We can still do a pre-Oscar se- session, and I'll just be you know pretty good at my picks. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Okay, this is the pre-Oscar selection. What do you think is going to happen? Oh man, where do I begin? I, I have a feeling that The Shape of Water is going to do pretty well. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> and did you see The Shape of Water? Yeah. So I saw of those like Best Picture and like the ones that got nominated a lot. I saw them all except for Darkest Hour and Call Me by Your Name. I think maybe I'm missing a couple or or some more, but I saw the main ones. And um, wh- Shape of Water. Yeah. I liked it a lot, but if you if you happen to see my Facebook posts, which I know you're checking every night, I was very very upset that I won Best Picture. Let me tell you that much. I was mad online as as I have been before, and I will probably continue to be in some other instances, probably sports related. <laughs> why? Uh, so, why, what do you think deserved to win? Um, I mean, yeah, like I said, I like Shape of Water a lot. It was really interesting and well acted and well shot. As you can see, it got, um, or as you may have seen, it got Best Director as well for Mr. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. But that's an, that one too. Those kind of go hand in hand, and I was upset about that as well because I'd, I'd say of the ones I saw, I'm thinking Phantom Thread and Lady Bird were two of my favorites. But even it was such an incredible year for movies. Even Get Out was fantastic. Um, Three Billboards I really loved. Literally any of those, I I, I thought like four or five movies were better than Shape of Water, but hey, I'm not a voter, so that's not up to me. How do you get to be a voter? Do you think we could help out with that? Yeah, we, we can do a GoFundMe maybe or, or some sort of crowdsourcing thing. You guys can help me out. Okay, uh, you start that and then we'll uh, follow up. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Did you see it yet, though? I did not see The Shape of Water. I actually didn't see a lot of these, um, what I realized. I did see The Darkest Hour, which you did not see, and that's why I'm thinking that Gary Oldman's going to win for Best Actor. Yeah, I think he might too. I, I heard he was excellent in it. My dad saw it. I didn't see it. He yeah. he loved it, and um, I like Gary Oldman. He, he deserves it if he gets it, even though I'm a huge Daniel Day-Lewis fan, and that's who I wanted to win for Phantom Threat. Uh, speaking of your dad, uh, I sent him a Facebook friend request <laughs> years ago and have not heard anything. At this point, I think it was deleted. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it was probably deleted, and at this, at this point, I'm more concerned that, that you're still hanging on to this. <laughs> you haven't gotten over this yet. <laughs> I've brought it up many times, and I think maybe you could just bring it up, maybe. Or maybe, you know, when I see him next, I can bring it up or something like that. We'll see how that goes. Maybe we'll do, like, crowdsourcing if we could get him to accept my friend request. Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking at some of these other ones. It looks like Sam Rockwell, who I really like. Uh, I thought about when oh, I was actually yes. doing the Jeff Goldblum movie review, I thought about doing Sam Rockwell. I like Sam Rockwell that much. Hi, you have a last name. Do I? Do I? Uh, and I think he could win for Best Supporting Actor, Three Billboards, uh, you know, for Three Billboards. Yep, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, uh, he was amazing in it, and, and like you, I'm a huge fan of of his work, his portfolio, if you will. So I, I was rooting for him, and I was rooting for Frances McDormand too, his co-star in that movie. She's excellent. Um, she, I think, she won for Fargo, year uh, like in the '90s, and that was probably her most famous role. But I hope she wins again here. Yeah. Um, so, Pat, do you have any questions for Russo about the Oscars? 
I didn't. I don't know anything that was nominated. Okay, for anything. <laughs> hey, Pat, and actually you too, Jared. If you guys have Amazon Prime, I do. Just this last week, they put every single Best Picture nominee up for streaming, so you can catch oh. those there. I did not know that. I will definitely do that. Pat, yeah. do you have Amazon Prime? That's not anymore. Not anymore. What happened? I do the the free month trial. Yeah. Usually for shipping, <laughs> and then I stop. You just got to get another fake email. Yeah, just a hotmail. Yeah, you just, just Pete just, Callahan yeah. 2.0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can do Pat Callahan 044 at Gmail. <laughs> no. Yeah, I got uh, a couple of profile pictures you can use if you need. Yeah, them. <laughs> I can send you some stuff. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> All right, uh, Russo, I could see this being a big snub. So people are saying that a foreign language film, uh, a fantastic woman is going to win for best foreign language film. I think that's a huge snub uh, because I was thinking that On Body and Soul should win for best foreign language film. What are your thoughts? I don't know either of them, I have to admit. (laughs) Is On Body and Soul nominated? Uh, Yeah, On Body and Soul is, is nominated. Did you see it? What's it about? I actually have no idea, but it just uh, just ba- purely based off name, it seemed like I would go with that to win. Okay. Oh, speaking of of movies like that, I got a um, oh, what what you call it a uh, hot story for the night based on just my my opinion. I think Kobe Bryant's going to win it, an Academy Award for the documentary that he, <laughs> that he directed. <laughs> Is that like a uh, a, a prop bet that we can do? Yeah, like. Like how many basketball players will win an Oscar tonight? Yeah, over Something under. Like yeah, over, over under point five. And yeah, one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> point five. Yeah, let's go point. Let's go 0.5. All right, I'll take the uh, I'll take the over as well, Pat. Um, I trust you guys. I'll go with the over. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nobody running against Good us answer, is the problem. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. So last last thing here, I wanted to go over some of my. What were your some of your favorite movies? Because I know you got to leave in a second here. What are your some of your favorite movies of the year? Um, I'm so of the ones. That, let's that let's were, forget even the ones. About. Let's forget the ones even nominated. Let's just say some of okay. your favorite movies of the year. Great. Let me of just have to open my mind here for all of last year. Um, Brawl and Selbach '99, which I told you about. Yep, and I watched I think, it. I think you watched. It was good. Excellent. It was very good. Vince Vaughn, what a performance! A little different than uh, Wedding Crashers and Swingers, but it's very good still. Yeah, it's a serious <laughs> role. Yeah. I know. So I'd say that one, um, I'm trying to think, oh, Dunkirk, I know that was nominated, but we haven't talked about it, and that was one of my favorites. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's really good. Watch it on the biggest screen you can, though, if you find it. Well, can I just go, like, super close to it? Like, could I put it on my phone and just put it, like, right next to my face? <laughs> yeah, true, or, or VR or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow that. Sounds okay. great for vision. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those two stick out to you. I wrote down. I wrote I down. Think of any other, though. I wrote down a few that I liked a lot. Uh, 2017, Logan. I liked a lot, and I'm not a huge superhero movie guy. Oh yeah. I yeah, thought that was same. really solid. I like that one. Um, I really liked The Big Sick. Yep. I thought that was like rom coms are usually not my thing. I thought that was just like there's so many that are just yeah, so okay. stereotypical, and I yes. thought The Big Sick was really well done. Yeah, and that was it was nominated for Kumail's and Emily B. Gordon, his wife's uh, screenplay, original yes. screenplay. But I was expecting it to get some more nominations just because of how interesting it was for a rom com. Like like you say, it was a, yeah. a little different and it had more going with for it. And so then, I like that one a lot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then the last one that I thought of is we've, we've talked about this is Wind River. Oh yeah, great great flick. Yeah, and that yeah, one like I, I didn't said, feel like uh, I, I hadn't heard about that one like at all. 
Uh, I know. And, and that one kind of flew under the radar, but very solid movie. Yeah, that'll happen with movies that come out uh, like midsummer before the the whole Oscar push and the, and the big fall prestige movies. But yeah, it was good. And I know you said that that turned you around to J- Jeremy Renner a little bit. Yeah, Jeremy no, I definitely inside. I definitely liked him a lot more after that. He was in it, and then also uh, Elizabeth Olsen, who is uh, Mary Kidd and Ashley's younger sister. Yes. Fun fact, not many people know that. She kind of lives in their shadow, which is unfortunate because she's probably the most successful of them. That's true. At this point in time. At this point in time, correct. Yes. <laughs> things were looking different in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so any other things with the Oscars here, Russo, before I let you go? Um, yeah, the, I'll just add that I, I love that Jordan Peele of Key and Peele fame won yeah. uh, original screenplay for Get Out. He, yes. he wrote and directed that, and it was it's only the second movie he's written and the first that he's directed, so that was a pretty cool achievement. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, solid movie. And then lastly, uh, looking at my fake notes here that I don't actually have, uh, Roger Deakins won for Best Cinematography, which the, the nerd movie buff in me is very happy about that. He has shot a bunch of uh, Coen Brothers movies and like Skyfall, I think, and some others and he won for blade runner 2049 which i haven't seen yet but i'm very anxious to catch up with yeah no it's, everything i heard about that was that uh it was just visually very appealing yeah exactly well there you go Hell yeah i think uh these predictions could be pretty solid i think so too this could be my best year yet yeah. <laughs> well to see how you do next time uh we check in with you all right yeah please do all right <laughs> thank you see you guys Thanks for all right Woo! electric in the air well, there we go. Those are uh, Nick Russo's predictions for uh, the Oscars. He's so smart. He's so smart. He just knows movies. He just knows so. movies. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, Pat, we talked about Polar Plunge. Uh, that was good stuff. Uh, do you want to get to something that you have before I – because I have a lot of stuff. Well, you didn't really yeah. ask me about my weekend, but yeah, I did do stuff besides weekend. the plunge. Let's ask about your weekend, Pat. Yeah. I tried this place called Fry the Coop in Oak Lawn. Okay. Nashville. Fry the Coop or Fly the Coop? Fry. Oh. Nashville hot chicken place. Okay. I'd never had the whole hot chicken thing before. Yep. It was absolutely unbelievably delicious. Okay. Is this like fried chicken? Yes. That's like spicy. I'm going to read it to you. Okay. All right. All right. The Nashville fried chicken sandwich, fried chicken, coop, slaw, pickles, special sauce. How do you say this? Brioche. Uh, oh, brioche? A, like a brioche, brioche bun? Like yeah. A, yeah, I think it's brioche. brioche. I think it is. Brioche. Yeah. $8.50. Totally recommend Ooh. it. Don't go above medium spice. <laughs> it was, it's like legit hot at the at the top. I was going to get hot. Yeah. They told me, they were like, is this your first time here? I yeah. was like, yeah. They're like, yeah, go with the medium. Yeah. I was and like, you were, okay. You were satisfied with medium? I, it was like the perfect amount of spice. Yes. Yes. Perfect amount. Hot, I might not have enjoyed the sandwich. There is a point where the heat takes over the flavor, and all you're focused on is trying to get the rid of heat. the heat in your mouth. Yes. And it's yeah, and it's not pleasant at all. I have this, so I really like spicy food. Yeah, I have this like issue with it where yeah. I don't feel it until like later. Like yeah, five minutes after. Yeah, I'm done <laughs> way eating. later than you should. Yeah, yeah. And the other point, it's it happens late. to me at like Buffalo Wild Wings all the time, where I'll have like two wings left, and all yeah. of a sudden it's like it's like too much, undoable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, heat. I, I I love spicy food as well, and uh, yeah, there's it can definitely be too much. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what else, Pat? What else is going on? What's up with the poop emojis taking over? I think I told you this in person yes, when I was did. shopping. Yes. So not only okay, so 
I needed to find this mime stuff. Yeah. Okay. I was going to every single store, totally striking out. I was in Bed Bath and Beyond, <laughs> just hoping to find something. That's when you know you're desperate. When yeah. Pat's in Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, I think I was in the bath section, not the Beyond section. Yes. I seen a as, poop as emoji. Movie click. Yeah. Plumber. Okay. Or, not plumber. plumber sorry. Uh, plunger. Plunger. Yes. So there was that. On top of it, I was at another store. I don't remember what it was. Poop emoji pillow. Why would you want that? No, you're sitting yeah. on shit. Yeah. <laughs> what is the point? The plunger thing I, I get, get like, ha, 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 real funny. But yeah. I just think they're taking over too much. Just emojis in general. Yeah. Well, are you a big emoji guy? Because I'm not. I do use them. Yeah. But I'm not going to buy, like, merchandise with that. You know, I'm yeah. not going to get a t-shirt with any specific emoji on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a little much. I I don't get it. The poop's confusing. It looks like chocolate pudding. <laughs> to me. Is this why you're upset about it? It's because it's confusing you? It doesn't look like a turd. No, it's supposed to be playful turd, right? It's like, why? It looks you, like a mound. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like dog shit, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe that's what it is. Nobody like specified. Hot summer day dog shit. Nobody specified what animal poop. this is from. Just poop. Right? Yeah. Could be dog. There's two two shows in a row with the poop. Yeah, it's taking over. It is taking over. We got we got to move on from that. Good. <laughs> uh, I went to the uh, monster truck uh, event in. I seen this on Rosemont. Snapchat. Yeah. So it was. I my... also noticed that uh, Dave Riedel was there. Dave Riedel was also there. He's in the crowd. I seen that. Yeah, <laughs> he was. My favorite uh, sticker. My version of emojis that I use is the stickers on Snapchat where I cut out people's faces and stuff like that and stick them on things. That's uh, that's kind of my thing. And so I uh, I went and saw the Monster, Monster Duck Jam uh, with my friend. It was uh, Johnny, a friend of the show, and it was his girlfriend's birthday party. So we went and saw the Monster Truck Jam. And I had got, growing up, I used to love the monster trucks. Oh, yeah. Right. I had a bunch of like the little matchbox ones. I had a bunch of little things. Gravedigger was always my guy. Gravedigger. Gravedigger's still around, turns out. Okay. Uh, and they had a bunch of. So this is, I've, I don't know. I think I've been to it. I feel like I've been to a show, but if I've been, it's been so long like, that what I do don't they remember. What do they even do? So they, they just one like, big, drive they, in circles, yeah, no, no, no. tear so, up the dirt. So it's, it's obviously inside. They don't inside. do flips and shit. Explain as you would a child. Well, they don't do full. F- no, they don't do flips. But so it's inside, obviously. It's dirt, and then they in the middle they kind of have one big kind of like plateau with a bunch of ramps going up to it. And so like they'll do different competitions, and I think there was eight different trucks there, monster trucks, and they all have kind of different themes, right? There's like a one that's a zombie, and it's got two arms that are sticking out. There was one that was a shark. The shark lost its fin like right away. Uh, there was a grave digger, all these different ones, right? And so, like, do one competition that's who can stand on their front two wheels the longest. So they do like some jump up and then they'll land on the front two wheels and stay, try to stay who can do that the longest. That's like one competition. Uh, one competition is who does the best donuts. And one competition is, uh, you know, uh, just freestyle, do whatever you want. So they'll do jumps and they'll try to land, you know, go super high how much and land a crazy ways. truck driver gets paid to do an event yeah. like that. I, I, but they do a bunch How of events in a row. How does one become a monster truck yeah, driver? Yeah, they showed, they showed like they have like a university that they call it. I'm sure it's not a four-year <laughs> college, but I think they called it like Monster Truck U or Whoa! something like that. Um, accredited program. But you... Uh, yeah, I went to the wrong school. Yeah. 
Uh, it is an interesting question. I want us to get paid. Uh, there's no way of knowing, uh, but what we we did so we did see that there's like an actual like you know training thing that they do. Uh, they do it a bunch of nights in a row, and so in between then they do little things like they do ATV races, and all be, it'll be the same drivers that'll do it, you know. And then at the end they tally up whoever the most wins and stuff like that, and then somebody is the winner at the end of the night that gets like a trophy. Uh, it's one I don't I think it's been forever since I've seen one. If I've seen like a full thing like that, it was very interesting to see. Uh, like I had a good time going there. I don't know how much you can see after you see it once, right? Like if they came back every year, which I, I'm sure they probably do. Like, I feel like I've seen everything that they can do. Right. It's only like there's one plateau in the middle. There's only so much a truck can do, you know, just jumping up. Get to that. breathe in those fumes. And the fumes indoor. are, the fumes can be a little, there's one point where my eyes were kind of watering. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, Chair's getting a little high. Yeah. And so it was, it wasn't definitely not that kind of watering. It was like, uh, there's dust and smoke in my eyes. And this is really, <laughs> it's, and it was loud, uh, but it was a good time. You know, it was something different and uh, I enjoyed it. So. Yeah, there you go, Pat. I ate chicken. You watched Monster Trucks. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and we did the Polar Plunge. And we did that. Yeah. Bird up. Hello. Uh, let's do these uh, emails here, Pat, because we have a lot of emails. No way. Yeah. Uh, let's start with this one because I saw the heading and then I didn't read the rest of it. Okay. Oh, I see why. Yeah. For Pat's eyes only. Yep. Hi, Pat. <laughs> Smacko. <laughs> Hi, Spacko. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's do the next one here. Uh, okay, well, actually, we're going to save that one for the last. Um, I'll do this next one here. Okay, this is from uh, Rosalie. And uh, she says, it's, it's important, is what it's uh, titled. Oh. It says, Info I need, a power ranking of Elle's friends. I don't know any of her friends. You met one of her friends at the Polar Plunge this I weekend. Did. Yeah. So she's number one. I don't know anyone else. Okay, Jerry. Pat says Jerry's number one. What are the other ones, Pat? This is my sister's friend. She's been on the show. I don't know who her friends are. Okay. Um, How am I supposed to participate in this? Wow, this is a very good question. Uh, okay, well, I, this isn't very inclusive of everybody, Ross. No. Uh, hey, Rosalie, you're yeah. last. Wow. <laughs> that's my opinion. <laughs> that's that's not good. Um I mean, I feel like Roz has uh, emailed to the show one of the most, I'd say. I, she's definitely, this is definitely not her first time emailing to the show. So I'm going to put her uh, top, uh, top tier in the power rankings. Uh, then I would put uh, uh, Julia, who's also emailed the show, uh, number two. We'll do a top two. Everybody else is a wash because they've never emailed into the show. How about that? Roz, you're number one. XOXO. All right, here's the next one. Favorite Baldwin and why? Uh, Alec, Billy, who's the other one? Uh, we'll go with James Baldwin, former White Sox pitcher. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, I was going to go with Doug Baldwin, a uh, wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. Why? Uh, he is one of those guys that uh, always surprises people in, in fantasy. I feel like he always... Uh, he always does really good towards the end of the season, and he wins people their leagues. Here's my other favorite Baldwin uh, is Alec Baldwin, just because people know him really well, but also because he has a striking resemblance to Millard Fillmore, uh, a former president. Look up that comparison, Alec Baldwin, Millard Fillmore, and uh, it's very funny. So for that reason, I really like Alec Baldwin. Uh, he's also very good in a lot of things. There's not a lot of things here like Alec Baldwin's bad. He was also in the Minis First Time, which I reviewed on a previous Chubstep episode. 
so everybody he can does, go check he does that out. President on SNL. What's that? He does. He Donald also does Trump. Trump. Yep, on SNL. Yep. So he was actually probably my favorite. Doug Baldwin's probably my favorite uh, wide receiver. Baldwin, I would say, but Alec Baldwin probably my favorite. That's fair. Are you looking at Miller Fillmore right now? Wow, they do look alike. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like the couple. There's a couple pictures where they're like. You could definitely the first see picture it. I saw. I could yeah, see it. Yeah, <laughs> a weird resemblance. Um, perfect. Thank you, Ross. Uh, okay, and then here's a uh, next one, Pat. Now question mark. What's that's the yeah? Are you guys record right now? Thanks, Smacko. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Smacko. We record right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that helps, man. I appreciate that. Pat, here, why don't you take, or I'll read this next one. Uh, it's also from Smacko. And it says, uh, Stevie Nicks. I think he's got a good point. What? <laughs> That's all it says. <laughs> okay. What are your thoughts? Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Great singer. Yeah. Um, kind of picturing her now. I mean, she's got to be in her upper 60s now. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Okay, I don't know why I think this, but I feel like in person she's somebody I wouldn't get along with. Why? You know, like I don't Fleetwood know. Mac? It's just something. I have no problem with Fleetwood Mac. It's just something about uh, her, the way she sings. I just feel I like. I think she's a great singer. I think she's a great singer too, but I just think there's something about it. And I'm glad Smack was bringing this up because I think he saw this a lot in our previous episodes. I just feel like, uh, and maybe it's the age difference. Maybe we wouldn't hang out a lot because of the big age difference. And that could be it. Um,. But she could provide. She's never. She's never called in the show. No, she hasn't. She has never emailed me. Never called me. Never texted me. I would say Stevie Nicks. I want gas, grass, or ass. That's what I would <laughs> no say. No one rides for free. No one rides for free. <laughs> <laughs> I will actually let Pat. This brings me into my next thing. I want to talk about real fast. Uh, well, and, uh, I noticed this when I was watching uh, the preview for the Oscars. I watched like five minutes of a preview for it. Not our preview that we just did with Russo, but a different one. What is somebody that you want, like, in your crew? Uh, if you could have one celebrity, say you're in your group of friends, that, like, hey, you're going out to a bar, you get one celebrity to go with you, but he's not, like, leading you. He's, like, in the pack, right? It's not like you guys are, are his, like, uh, entourage. It's like he's just when, with your group of friends. It's just one of the guys? Yeah. And my answer, I'd go while you're thinking about it. Uh, my answer was Common. Common is, like, if you listen to him talk, he's very well-spoken. Uh, you know, he talks very elaborately. He has a great voice. Very well dressed, uh, very like he has that look. Like, hey, this guy wasn't like that's a cool looking guy, mm-hmm. and he's got a lot of cred. Like everybody likes him. I feel like that. I'd go with Common. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, not Stevie Nicks. Not Stevie Nicks. Not Taylor Swift. Uh, shit. Let's say Joe Rogan. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good one. I think he could pretty much handle any type of person. That's true. That's yeah. true. He'd kind of like, get, I feel like he'd get you out of a lot of situations. Yes. Whether he had to fight someone or talk his way out of it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. All, both these guys are bald, kind of. Or He's not really an actor. Hair. He's not, but He's I, like that works. Comedian. Comedian slash. White person. Uh, X Factor host. Former X Factor. Martial host. artists. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. We'll take that. Uh, Pat, here's the next one Bumper stickers. Yep. From Drew. I saw a bumper sticker on a new Lexus SUV. First of all, who does that? The bumper sticker said, if you're not outraged, you haven't been paying attention. 
thoughts? Who has that much time to be pissed off? I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, why are you being so ambiguous about it? Yeah. <laughs> like, speak up what is bothering you. Just generic things bothering if me. If you're not outraged, you haven't been paying attention, pay attention to what? Hmm. I'm not a, fu- I'm, I'm not but- a mind reader. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Those people drive me nuts. Yeah, just generic. I don't really like people with bumper stickers in general. Like, I referenced one recently. Yeah. But yeah. no, I I don't get it. No, I I've, they're I would, not funny. Like if you if you're too close or if you can read this, you're too close. Yeah. How about it's a red light, dick? <laughs> you can't ride the ride. And especially like he's saying, you're putting it on like a, a fancy Lexus SUV. Like you're devaluing the car quite a bit. Oh, I didn't even catch that part. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, you put on. You can see like it makes you picture more on like a crappy old you know Toyota Corolla or like, something like that. One of my favorite things someone has ever said was. It's just like a normal guy. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm not a tattoo guy. You wouldn't put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari. <laughs> it's like, whoa, you're the Ferrari of yeah. humans. Yeah. He, uh, was he, well, how did he look, Pat? Was he a, he looked like an average man. Average looking guy. Yeah. yeah. He's more like a Nissan Altima or something. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't he's, anything. It was uh, like a ni- mid nineties yeah. Toyota Corolla. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah. What do you think this guy was upset about? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a mind reader. <laughs> if I had, if I had yeah. to guess, someone yeah. like that who gets a bumper sticker is very political. So That's what you would assume, Something right? to do with the country. And it could be either way, right? It could be any either one of the problems of the, in the country. Side it could of the be aisle. one way or another. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. It's, that is strange. I don't know. Get rid of it. Maybe I, I think he just wants people to look at him. He wants more he attention. He has the Lexus. Yeah. He wants more attention. He wants more attention. He wants more. Yeah. Well, you're not. Well, I guess he got us talking about it on well, the how, podcast. How come you're not, you know, budgeting your money better and you're driving one on a Lexus SUV? That's a huge question. <laughs> I'm paying attention to that. <laughs> yeah. Why do you get like a cheaper car yeah. and then save your money? Why don't you donate your money to the poor? I'm paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> I'm outraged. That's a good call. That's a, that's a good call. He's just talking. He's not doing any actions that we know of. Yes. Um, okay, this is my next one. Uh, this is from Smacko Jones. Smacko! Smacko. It says, hey guys, I think uh, Rick's smoke detector is low on batteries. Uh, this is for episode 105. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll have to go back and listen to that. It's low on batteries. Sorry if you address it in later it later in the episode. Too concerned to continue. Let me know when you repost with, with, beeping, <laughs> with beeping edited out. So what I will do, Smacko, for you, I'm going to write this down, is I'm going to repost that interview on next week's episode. And I will edit out the beeps. Um, and so let me do that. I'm gonna write this down right now. Well, luckily uh, Nick was in the uh, was in the uh, car when he called us, so he couldn't have had a metal det- or a uh, smoke detector go off. He was being a real safe driver. Uh, thank you for that for that uh, calling attention to that. And we were gonna bring it up later in the episode, but I guess this helped out right now. We didn't even have to worry about it, so that kind of set that up. Uh, okay, here's uh, another one, Pat. Here. Um, and I, I can read that bottom part if you can't, uh, but I also saw the bigger version of it when it was... Uh... When should I drink O'Doul's? Yep. From Drew Smolik. I can drink O'Doul's if I am in recovery, right? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Do you think that's okay if somebody were an it alcoholic? It doesn't have alcohol in it. No, it, not really. You know, the it has alcohol like an is a part of, of the beer. disease. But 
do you <laughs> do you think that's the right I, I don't i would have to, i'm not obviously not an expert on recovery or anything like that but that seems like a bad idea to have like a my experience drinking substitute from people i've met is they usually replace it with coffee so you think oduls would be fine um, i guess if you're pounding a bunch of oduls and that's all you're drinking do you really have a problem no i guess not right you oh probably- is that the question so no, the question it's the guy's. This guy is obviously in recovery, and he's asking, "Is it okay to drink O'Doul's if you're like recovering alcohol?" I think that's the perfect thing to drink you think because so? it, yeah. it tastes like it. Yeah, it just doesn't have the alcohol in it. But is that why people are drinking the beer? Is that why somebody's alcoholic because they're they like the taste of beer and they're just so addicted? I, to I it? also think it's a social thing. I think there's yeah. some people who may have to drive and they're just yeah. like instead of not having anything, they yeah. just want to fit in. Yeah, like I wonder if they'll notice. Okay. Future episode, I want to call an Ace to ask her some O'Doul's questions. And just like because his dad used to drink some O'Doul's, so I'm yeah, curious. Maybe uh, the taste, like you that. said, you had given some non-alcoholic beverages yeah. out recently. Yeah, just I have. to see if yeah. anyone would notice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I remember growing up, there was this one person who always got really loose when they drank. Yeah. Like you know, all loud and having fun. Yes. So. <laughs> They were given some O'Doul's yes. to see what would happen. Yes. Having a blast. Yeah. They're like, okay. <laughs> yep. So yep. it's just you. It's just you. You're just uh, annoying. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Awesome. Uh, I am going to read this next one. Uh, this is uh, from Smacko. So this says, Brendan Fraser, GQ Review. And this is going to bring me to the next segment here. Uh, there was five people that emailed me uh, this article. And recently, and so Smacko was one of the people here. And so Brendan Fraser recently did a GQ article interview. I think I saw someone post it on your wall. Yes, yes. So I got, many people notified me about this. I didn't open it though. Uh, Smacko was one of these people. And so we'll talk about this now here, Smacko. About 20 years ago, back in the last century, I went to actor school, actually. That's back when I was allowed to work with animals. When these experiences are always brought into everyone's home. Why do I smell a fish? Well, these are the uh, yum yum sweats. Ah, uh-huh. she's doing with me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they think I shaved their butts. I look like a big old steak with legs. Um, I read through this. This is a long article. Um, is this the one with him, like, taking care of his horse or something? Yes. Okay, yes. maybe I read the beginning. Okay, so this is very long. This is probably the most I've read in a while. <laughs> Which, actually, that's not true. Other than a script, this is the most I've read in a long time. Um, and so uh, it's basically an article. It's the first interview he's done in quite in quite a little bit. Uh, GQ, it's basically about, like, what's happened to Brendan Fraser over the years, right? Which is a question I've kind of addressed through the different movies you can I you know I've reviewed every one of the movies he's been in uh except for my old school which I couldn't find if anybody can find that let me know and uh so this this kind of went through so I'll just give a brief overview of kind of what it is and kind of my thoughts on the whole thing and so we'll go through this here uh so it does start off and it's talking about his horse and his horse's name is Picas which is Spanish word for freckles what do you think about that is he Spanish no he's not um, so he met him he on... He speaks Spanish and bedazzled. He does. That's true. That's true. Uh, so Brendan Fraser met him on uh, Texas Rising, which I reviewed. I like that miniseries a lot. That had uh, John... Pa- or not John Paxson. Bill Paxson. Save me some poon in hell, big fella. Uh, who died recently. All right. Yes. 
Yeah, but Brendan Fraser, uh, this horse, he, he, he said the horse was just kind of like, he had this look like, get me out of here, man. And so we got him for uh, his house. He lives in New York. He has one of the houses in New York. Uh, he got it for his son who has autism. And they, the two of them apparently get together really well. His son, like, it's a really nice thing his son likes. Um, so they talked a lot about the horse and the connection with its son. Uh, they talked about his first uh, acting job being in uh, 1991 with a movie called Dogfight. And that's where I have to disagree uh, because that might be his first whole, like first acting job, uh, but that was not the first movie he was in. Uh, and they didn't talk about the other movies that he's been in, like I have in previous Chubstep episodes. Uh, first ever movie that he was in was Child of Darkness, Child of Light. Dogfight was second, but yeah, as I mentioned, Child of Darkness, Child of Light, uh, previous episode I reviewed it. He's in there for like the camera pans over and you see him for a second, and then the movie continues. He's not, he doesn't have a line or anything like that. Uh, so anyway, it kind of talks about his, you know, how he rose and that kind of thing. Uh, apparently when he got the role for uh, Encino Man, a lot of what he did, they had him like just wrestle with a plant and oh. not like say a lot of lines. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of yeah. like they were just trying to get the, because he doesn't really have a lot of lines in the movie. He doesn't really he doesn't talk. speak English. Yeah, he doesn't speak English. So it's mostly looking for like your emotions, how much can you, you know, act with just your body and that kind of thing. Then he talks about how, how much the acting kind of put a toll on his body. So we have this line here. By the time I did the third mummy picture in China, which was in 2008, I was put together with tape and ice. I was building an exoskeleton for myself every day. So he apparently had a lot of injuries because he would do a lot of the stunts himself. And uh, he talked about he had a, uh, a bunch of back surgeries, a knee surgery. He said he was basically in and out of hospital for almost seven years. He said he felt like the horse uh, from Animal Farm, whose job it was to work and work and work. I don't know if I've been sent to the glue factory, but I felt like I've had to rebuild shit that I've built that got knocked down and do it again for the good of everyone, whether it hurts you or not. So he's, yeah, he basically was just saying he just kept working and kept working. And then, you know, it just kept, it was injuring him. And then that was, that was a big uh, issue with him later on. He just kind of felt like he was worn down and beat down. Uh, then he had this, you know, <clears throat> big break where a lot of stuff was going on. He, he talked about this uh, kind of sexual harassment type incident that happened where this guy named Philip Burke uh, apparently like touched him while they were taking uh, uh, while they were taking some while they were in a crowded room together. And <clears throat> he said that he thought that that after that happened that he kind of got blacklisted from a lot of the stuff. He said he wasn't really invited back to the Golden Globes a lot of times that he like he should have been and he kind of just was uh <clears throat> kind of blackmailed in that type of thing and then it was just kind of all this kind of stuff going on at the same time and then he did an interview recently in 2000 uh this is when he was doing the the affair which i reviewed not too long ago and he did like a minor role in that and we did the fair he said he had kind of a weird interview that kind of went around and he said it was his first interview and in, you know forever and he had, his mom had died a couple days before that and then it just kind of like did not help that all the stuff was it was he felt like out of it and he's like he said man i got fucking old damn this is the way it's done now and he kind of wasn't sure the format had been a long time so just kind of a lot of weird things going on and then he talked about in this in this interview apparently in the middle of it he kind of had to stop and he just went out and shot his bow and arrow halfway through it which was kind of interesting uh but keep it fresh keep it fresh yeah but uh the uh, but basically, it seems like the roles that he kept getting later on were 
less and less enjoyable. But it seems like this affair thing after he had the movie called the or the show called The Affair, uh, somebody else saw him and now he's doing this uh, this TV show that will be coming up. Uh, yeah, it's called Trust, and he's filming this TV show, and he'll have a pretty decent role in that, and that's got uh, Donald Sutherland. You know, I think a lot of people look back and, you know, kind of wonder, you know, what happened with them, and I think it was just a series of a lot of things, but one being that just movie after movie just really took a toll on him, and then it kind of forced him to kind of, you know, bring back everything and do less roles, or the, the roles he was doing were less uh, favorable or movies that he didn't like as much. Uh, but I think everybody still, or like I, at least I do, I still, you know, a lot of people have just a fondness for him and hopefully, you know, you get, you get to see him in more things like we're getting to see him in more now. I think he's, he's doing more roles and, uh, I think it's, uh, it, maybe he won't be in the same starring role, like big blockbuster movies where a starring role, but I think you'll see him more and more as a, as a character actor, kind of side actor in, in a few more things. Has but, he, uh, has he updated his website? They have not talked about that. Let's let's check on that right now because that's a good question, Pat. It's the same website from 2005. Um, you have to get Flash 7 required. So everybody make sure to do that before you get on his website. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like I said, I'm a big fan. It was interesting to just kind of get a little inside look of what he thinks. Um, this The... the the uh, writer was saying just how open he was with everything, hmm. which he had not. He's not really open. Apparently, in, he's not very public about anything. So it was interesting that he kind of opened up to this one guy. Uh, but it's a good read if you want to hear. You know, not the most uplifting story in the world, uh, but if you want to hear kind of Brendan Fraser's side of things, uh, you can definitely listen to that. If you're not outraged, if you're not, you haven't been paying attention. Exactly. Exactly. Um, has there something you want to get to right now? No. Okay. I'm going to do a quick, uh, we're, we're going through the time here pretty fast. So I'm going to do a quick uh, Jeff Goldblum movie review here. Okay. Okay. Hi. 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 I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. You're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, People always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? 1992. You were being born, Pat. I was ninety-one. Okay, you were a year. You were already Thanks. a year old. You're already a year old, dude. You're like two months older than me. Yeah, I forget about that sometimes. All the time, actually, until now. Uh, Nineteen ninety-two, when you were one year old. Uh, There's a movie that came out called Fathers and Sons. Cool. What do you think that's about? <laughs> Fathers and Sons. Pretty close, Pat. So, uh, <laughs> this is directed by Paul Moans. Kind of like money, oh. Mons, yeah, Paul Mons. I don't know. He okay. So look at what he did. He did this movie called Double Team with uh, Jean Claude Van Damme oh. and Dennis Rodman. Oh, oh. And now I'm like, <laughs> I really saw that pop up. Dennis Rodman has has green hair in the like in the poster, and I'm like, I might have to see this movie. This looks so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> uh, I didn't know Dennis Rodman was in the movie. Written and directed by him. He hasn't done anything else uh, that I've heard of. Uh, so this is starring Jeff Goldblum. He's playing a director in this. Uh, 
Then that seems like a good role for her. Yeah. So Famke Jansen, and I'm not sure if I'm saying her name right. She's Jean Grey in the X Men series, in the older, like the ones that were out a couple years ago. Uh, you don't know? Okay. No. So another random one here, uh, Michael Imperoli. And he played Sensei Billy in The Office. Sensei Billy uh, replaced Sensei Ira uh, in The Office series. Uh, when Dwight finally gets his black belt, he switches uh, senseis. And I recognize this guy. I was like, where do I know that guy from? I looked up him up. He's from The Office in like one episode. Samuel L. Jackson is in this for a little bit as an actor in, in Jeff Goldblum's plays. Uh, then there's Biddy Schramm. And Biddy is uh, Sharona Fleming from Monk. She's kind of the girl that's in Monk. I, I know the show. I've never watched Yeah, it. yeah. Shocking. Uh, then there was a guy, John C. McGinley, and he is uh, the Dr. Cox on Scrubs, if you've ever seen Scrubs. So he was in this as well. So a bunch of little people you kind of recognize. Uh, they kind of played more minor roles. The movie is about Jeff Goldblum. He is having an issue with his son, and his son is kind of just getting into issues like uh, he's he kind of meets – they kind of live on a like a boardwalk area. It looks like an East Coasty. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is a former director of movies. Now he's doing plays. They move to the East Coast to be with to try to get his life back together with his wife. His wife ends up dying of cancer, so he's living with his son, just the two of them together now. Uh, yeah, his son is getting into problems like with not gangs. I mean, they don't seem like real gangs. They're kind of just like uh, I don't know. They just seem like kind of bad guys. And then they start doing drugs. He kind of falls in love with the, one of the gang leaders. Uh, girlfriends type of thing situation so there's some stuff going on uh this movie is just hard to watch <laughs> i've i looked in the past i love four when movies. you say that i well it's just i it's rough Jared, blood sweat and tears into the podcast <laughs> i looked at i look because i keep a, an excel sheet of all the different movies that i've reviewed and what my ratings are for them and stuff like that the last like four movies that i've done i've given them bottom tier and this is not going to change uh this is a bottom tier jeff goldman movie for me uh it just Jeff Goldman, it's a very dramatic role. Uh, Jeff Goldman does it well, but it's just the movie. There's just so many like the the writing I don't like a lot. It, there's just a lot of lines in this movie that just I don't really fit a character. There's characters in this that are just weird. Uh, there's this guy at the end that's trying to like stab people. That there's really no explanation of what's going on with this guy. Like it's kind of just some. It, it was just I thought it was just not a good movie, just in basically every sense of it. Other than that, uh, don't watch it. <laughs> I won't. Yeah, but anyway, that is yeah, it's a little disappointing. Um, I would have liked to see. I, I always like to see these ones you don't hear of, and hopefully that there's something good. And that happens from time to time. And this one, I just. Did you ever turn it off? No, I figure I have to because there's. Oh, you never know. You maybe you get to some point. Maybe it's just bad in the first half, and then ends up being good in the second half or something. Maybe there's a good ending that kind of makes up for some of it. Uh, this one just, I, it just wasn't. Uh, maybe I just you had your mind on other things, Jared. Uh, I possible. Yeah. Uh, but I am going to go ahead and, you know, assume that I didn't <laughs> and that it's just not a great movie. Fathers and Sons, bottom tier jack for me, a Randy Quaid on the Independence Day movie review scout. I can fly. I'm pilot. Oh. Okay, real fast, Pat. Uh, Tanzania Tans News. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. The scientists claim that the patient is now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a uh, fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Uh, Mr. Nice lauds Magafuli as Tanzania bans diamond songs. Diamond songs? 
Yeah. What what is that? I had, mean? To, I had to do some research to figure out what this headline meant. Like Rihanna. <laughs> so okay, so basically what happened is uh, there's this guy, there's right? this, like a di- like that? yeah, similar to that. It's a rapper no way. guy. It's a rapper guy named Diamond. Oh. Uh, so a rapper. Yes. All his songs are banned. So this rapper. We no, should do thir- some of that here. Yes. So rapper, thirteen of his songs were banned. Uh, Diamond songs. One of them was featuring Rick Ross. I heard he was found like unresponsive recently. Rick Ross. Yeah. It's because his thing got banned. Nobody could. He couldn't respond because he got banned in Tanzania. Oh, yeah. That's what that was. Yeah, that's what it was. So this, what was interesting though, is that there's this guy named Mister Mister Nice, uh, who's another rapper, you know, musician guy, and he was praising uh, Magafuli for uh, getting rid of the songs. You know, basically this is his competition. It's another musician, and maybe they have some beef or something like that. But he said. Uh, Mr. Nice said that it was right for the government to institute the ban for the songs that that had lewd content. He added that it was better for the 13 to be banned, including Diamond's Hallelujah and Waka Waka, than for them to spoil the broth for the rest of the artists who were producing clean content. I, I wonder what Waka Waka is about. Well, here's a little snippet from Waka Waka. Fucking like nobody, sucking your whole body. Uh, but I thought it was a little interesting because it's like, hey, one guy, uh, you know, oh, here's this guy. Yeah, he should have. I, I just hate that. I don't know. I feel like that's something in school where it's like uh, somebody gets in trouble for something. And they're like, yeah, he shouldn't have been doing that in the first place. And it's like, dude, just shut up. Like, I feel like Tanzania rappers, just, what do they got to talk about? That's so hood, man. I would say probably a lot more hood stuff than U.S. rappers. Like famine disease yeah like actually real problems <laughs> like obviously there's real problems in the u.s but they're I mean, just there's different. some like seri- they're different and they're much more serious problems a lot of times it's not about the money in the cars man it's about the uh ivory charcoal. ivory in the charcoal. charcoal yeah <laughs> yeah it's just a little stealing different. the cattle yes short skirts Shorts. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there whole, we go there's a whole there's a whole uh song about magafuli short skirt ban yeah <laughs> All right, this was a little longer than normal. Uh, we'll save some stuff for next week. Email the show at gmail.com. Unless you got anything else, Pat, you want to get to? Uh, I would just like to say um, farewell to 97.9 The Loop. I oh, enjoyed yes. listening to it. Yeah. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we'll be missed. It's, you, it's sad when the radio stations go from one thing to another. This one was around 41 years, Jared. 41's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it will be missed. What's going to be your next go-to radio station? I don't really have one right now. That's what sucks Shop about Step it. Step Radio. Yeah. On serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes. We love those ratings. And... Arrest my case. Nope, not yet. First, we got to tell people about the Instagram updates. Follow Pat Callahan on Instagram. Pat Callahan 44. Four. You can follow Jared. Where, what is it? Jared Z3. Yep. There you go. And there's okay. Pat Callahan 044. Yes. <laughs> No. And the show's ended. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.